0: Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to
1: The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu right here on LA Talk Radio.
0: Midnight Storm, a brilliantly fast grade one winner by Pioneer of the Nile. Mike Smith just points him in the right direction. Midnight Storm dominating. Millionaire and seven-time graded stakes winner on dirt and turf.
1: Midnight Storm over Accelerators finding the line well, but not well enough. And Midnight Storm has taken it by two lengths.
0: From America's hottest sire line.
1: Midnight Storm, he wins it this year.
0: Midnight Storm. Standing at Taylor Made Farm. Horse ownership. Is brought to you by Taylor Reed. Stallions. Travis White, you know what? Call cell 3508 Travis White, Midnight Storm, not this time. California Chrome, Michelle Wish. What a Michelle roster. Michelle Wish
1: babies? Look good too. Midnight,
0: Stro- Midnight Storm, Midnight Storm babies. Yeah. are gonna. There's rock.
1: like three of them that I really like.
0: All right, I'm Billy Koch. I'm the founder and managing partner of Little Red Feather Racing Club. I am here with Michelle Yu. It is Tuesday, July thirtieth. Happy birthday to Josh Levinson, my very good friend Josh. Happy
1: birthday, Josh!
0: <clears throat> I know we have very, we have some great listeners listening today. I know Travis is listening. Todd, Hi, Travis. Hi,
1: Todd. Hi, guys.
0: Um, we have a great show. George Hall is going to join us. Uh, he owns a company called Sport B L X, and they have just made a deal with Kenny McPeak's Magdalena Racing uh, to do some micro shares, which is similar to what uh, uh, My MyRacehorse.com is doing. I think kind of we were the pioneers with our crowdfunding.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
0: so it's going to be interesting to find out about George Hall and his racing operation. Uh, of course, they had Ruler on Ice who won the Belmont uh, as, as well fire. as Pants on Fire, one of Michelle's favorite horses. So we'll get to him in about 13 minutes for those of you listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you to Delmar for hosting us again live. It's so much more fun when we do this here.
1: It is. It's because it's an e drive. <laughs> nothing again are you
0: still living in the back
1: there in the trailer yeah it's fantastic yep
0: how is trailer life
1: well um other
0: other than olivia waking up in the middle of night
1: yeah right well we have a leaky toilet right now so we have to get that fixed (laughs) that kind of sucks can't ryan do that no, Ryan is the least handy person ever. Oh, Ryan really? He great... seems... No, horse handy. we'll, we'll call yes. Travis. Like Travis handy? is no. a plumber. Is he really? Yeah. Tell him to come replace my RV toilet.
0: All right, next time, toilet. next time he's in town, we'll work that out. All
1: right. All so... right, we're
0: going to do a little race recap. Then we'll get to George Hall. Then we'll do our aftercare corner. Then we'll talk about what's coming up. It, these shows... They seem like they're going to be long and then they just fly by. I know, right? So, and I'm sure we have a lot of stuff to talk okay, about.
1: Okay, so I'm going to do like the newsy stuff first. <clears throat> newsy so stuff. first of all, our condolences, Deep impacted past this week and he kind of changed he changed Japanese breeding forever. Yeah. He was- uh, and racing. He was an amazing racehorse as well.
0: Yeah. I watched some of his replays actually this morning when I saw the yeah. news come up and he was really cool. Yeah. And then I, of course I got into a YouTube vortex. <laughs> so all of a sudden I'm watching every enable race. Right. Then I watched every Frankel race. <laughs> what, what, uh, what,
1: did we talk about Mary Lou Whitney passing? We didn't.
0: We didn't. Mary and Lou
1: Whitney also, um, the, the queen of <clears throat> Saratoga, huge, um, what's that word? that starts with P? I can't. Patriarch? No. No, no, no. Like someone that gives. Not a philosopher. Oh, philanthropist. Philanthropist. I don't <laughs> <life. laughs> Like she, not a philanderer. What a, is... No,
0: no. She's amazing. Uh,
1: um so we have to definitely
0: she was amazing. And you know, you know what stands out, other than her silks, what? which were the powder blue with the like brown. dark brown mm-hmm. stripe was when birdstone beat smarty jones
1: right That's, that was, I was gonna say. and the whole
0: crowd went like oh and she she felt terrible i know i mean it was it was very cool to see though she uh she did not she was not happy to win the belmont that day which was interesting
1: uh you mentioned enamel she threw down this week with crystal ocean that was i got a the chills. tremendous I Look at mean, my arm <laughs> I mean, I want to erase
0: probably 10 like, times.
1: Did you see the inside view? We're like, so Crystal Ocean's in front, and like, Enable like looks at her, and she's like, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna yeah. get you. And like, I mean, you could see her dig down for that.
0: Judmont with another just absolute superstar. Uh, That's she nine is, group
1: ones for her, too.
0: I wonder how she nicks with Frankel. Like, what about the Enable Frankel baby? I
1: don't know what her pedigree is.
0: I don't either. But, I, I, bet it, I bet you'd <laughs> be unbelievable. That's why I said that. All right. But oh. she was incredible. And Crystal Ocean, is one it's of the best horses in, in the, the field, world. Right? Yeah. I mean, let's not let's not yeah, yeah, let's give credit where credit is due.
1: Um Roaring Lion also he's recovering from colic surgery, which we just lost uh sea of class mm-hmm. to cloth our cloth to uh colic surgery as well. Yeah. Had was trying to recover, couldn't come through. So Roaring Lion will not be uh fulfilling stud duties for a while, and hopefully he just gets better.
0: Let's hope he gets better. He was a, he's a beautiful horse too. Big um, gray.
1: He wasn't that big. He was fat, but he was tall. Oh,
0: okay. Fat, but right. he was
1: a big, yeah, he was a big, beastly gray yeah. horse, and he's a kitten's joint. He doesn't like look Chio. anything like it. Like-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said that, not me. <laughs> um, Stone Street has come out to. Offer something very unique for the upcoming what? sales. What's that? They are going to be offering blood tests going back six months on all horses that they can sign for the sales. They will have blood work that has been taken. They are going to pre-test or test test it for right. all test results will be available. Um well, what are we looking for? for steroids bio we... sulfonates? Oh right. Artificial right. grower, right? Yeah. And then anything else that could <coughs> um, be used that way, steroids, anything that anything is causing accelerated growth that shouldn't be in in nature good for them um, and they everyone are, should be doing it. They, they join everyone they say everyone should be doing this um it's going to be free when you buy the horse you get the test and then they also are keeping the blood for an additional month after the sale date that you can have the blood and run whatever test you want on it as well it's like a guarantee and if something comes up positive you can like give the horse back and then all the blood that's left over is going to be donated to um research
0: i'll tell you what jess jackson would love that, right? And Barbara is carrying on the tradition of being at the forefront of safety well care uh, well-being and and just care of these horses and care about the industry Mm -hmm. from a 30,000 foot view you know she's seeing that kind of stuff and that's what needs to happen we all need to clean it up we need to make sure that when you're you're buying with confidence exactly
1: and I mean that that's a lot of consigners get the horses in, you know, the night before they, they sell them under their banner. So doing this and having the due diligence to say, okay, going back six months, we're taking blood. That means that yeah. they're looking into the horses that they're, you know, representing. Absolutely. Um, this weekend, as far as races go, we had a ton of stakes. We did have one unstaky horse. Immediate impact was the winner. And she, by the way, is a half sister to irrigate.
0: Yeah. She was pretty, she was awesome.
1: pretty impressive.
0: was yeah. she at six and a half? Yeah, she was awesome. She won as easy as a horse couldn't win, and she's probably the favorite right now for the Del Mar debutante. It, it's going to probably be shocking to a lot of our listeners, but she's trained by Bob Baffert.
1: Right? Um, but this weekend is also the Sorrento, so we'll see her kind of competition right. and how they've come. I mean, Amalfi Sunrise has looked really good working here for Simon yep. Callahan. He's kind of unleashed a really great two-year-old Philly every year. So
0: yeah, he Simon does. He brings it.
1: Um, as far as this weekend goes, we'll hit it where it hurts first. <laughs> the Grade One Clement <laughs> Hirsch did not go to Secret Spice, but to Ollie's Candy. Although I got to say, all these candy threw down. She I really
0: mean, did. I, I give credit to John Sadler and his team and um, Paul
1: and Karen Eggart.
0: Paul and Karen Eggart. Uh, that Philly really ran a great race. I think um, a lot of people, we've talked about this obviously over and over again for the past two days. And I think Secret Spy stumbled at the start mm-hmm. pretty good, costing her maybe a length, just in her normal rhythm. She usually breaks real sharp. And uh, Pratt was really. Um, critical of his own ride. He said, "I man, maybe I should have gone so wide. I could have cut the corner. No, but I think um, that him getting
1: her rolling at the time he did was paramount to her even finishing the way. Maybe, she
0: did. Maybe, maybe I, I wasn't critical. Right. of Pratt's ride. I, I, Flav- Flavian Pratt is
1: mm-hmm. calling
0: all the shots right now and everything. And he's dominating out here. Um, I think that, you know, when you make a plan, especially when you have a grade one type horse, you you make this plan to ultimately end up in the breeder's cup. Mm -hmm. And so you, you space your races too. Mm -hmm. And I think we gave her a lot of room in between these, her last race and this, it was like two and a half months, maybe close, almost close to three months. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe it just caught it with the stumble a little bit wide. Maybe she wasn't as 110% fit Mm -hmm. as she needed to be. Um, And that's a head. I mean, she loses by a head. So I don't think it's she also thing. made up a
1: ton of ground on a speed favoring track. Oh, no and, one
0: was closing that. Day. I
1: mean, no one was closing that thing. Yeah. She came from out of it because of that. By the time she started to roll, I yeah. mean, Ollie's candy had been opening up some yeah. some distance. Yeah. And I got to say, you know, as there wasn't a trip situation, it wasn't like Ollie's candy loafed around. No, the and, I mean. She went forty six and change. She threw down with like three different fillies and was still able to hold off. So I, I her, No one's race. a loser in yeah, that. Yeah, no right? one's a loser. you gonna take and home the purse, You know but... what?
0: Maybe we get a rematch in the uh, Zenyatta. Right? That would be amazing. That'd be will, awesome. We'll take it. So,
1: uh, so congratulations there. Uh, we did have two dazzling sprint displays at Saratoga this weekend. First, it was the Vanderbilt where Imperial Hint uh, broke the track record. But yeah. it didn't last. It didn't last long. very long, right. Because <laughs> uh, Chancelot won the Amsterdam and absolutely blitzed along. What did you think of the two sprinters?
0: Well, Chancelot got, I think he got like 124 by or 121. Like some crazy, maybe? crazy speed figure. Uh, I, what can you say? I've always been an Imperial Hint fan. Um when he's right, right, I think he's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't necessarily get it all his own way that day either, which no, is new for him. Yeah. Point, right? yeah. So he showed a new dimension, and I've always been a fan of his. Uh, so, I, what can you say? Uh, congratulations. What do you all think him. about
1: Matoli? Because people were saying Matoli was the best horse in training, and he wound up third.
0: Yeah, I thought through the rails. Yeah, like there's all. Listen, here's what you have to say this is horse racing. And for those of you who just look at the forum and you look at the last you know, performance line and you say, oh, this horse should win. He won his last start. He beat mm-hmm. a lot of these. It doesn't work that way. Right. So many things happen in between races. The, the shape of the race, where you break. Um, I mean,
1: that that the, race, the last race that Matoli ran and took a lot out of him, I think. Absolutely. Right? So going far. And it's very hard. People don't realize. Say you're a six or seven furlong specialist and you stretch out to a mile. It is hard to come back to that six to seven the next time. Because Absolutely. it's a huge difference in difference distance. In pace in yeah, distance, everything. The yeah. whole
0: race complexion was different. So um, but all those horses should come back and and it'll be interesting to see who goes where for the Breeders Cup.
1: Um the Bing Crosby out here went to Sistron. John Sal that's pretty much every stake I think John, John Sadner won.
0: He is having an amazing meeting. Congratulations to our very good friends, Thank Costa you. and Stephanie Horonus and Brother Pete.
1: What's it feel like to you to watch Sistron I love Sistron. Well remember the, that was, was the well it was a crowdfunding horse. So horse but it was only for a year. It was
0: only for a year, and that was the deal. And um Costa bought him back from right. us, paid us a, a handsome fee when he bought us back. He was extremely fair. Mm-hmm. So there's no regrets. And I think all the crowdfunders are excited. Like, I still yeah, him
1: they like watch. Yeah, they
0: think he's, you know, he's part of our family. Right. So and he's such a neat horse. He's a he's a sweetheart of a horse and he gives it his all. And I was I was I was a little shocked he won, actually. I was I, shocked
1: that he went off at the price that he did, honestly. Yeah, he
0: kind of, well, I think there was, a, a lot of people thought Recruiting Ready would come out here and just kind of dominate. Mm-hmm. Um, Airstrike, I think it was a little too short for him. But uh, congratulations, don't take anything away. They're having an awesome meet. Yeah. I mean, Catalina Cruiser, Sistron, and uh, Box hasn't run yet. Is no. he running in
1: the Pacific Plaza? I think so. Okay. And they've got Camp, that campaign is theirs too, right? That one No, the or the second? no, that's no. Woodford. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I accidentally wrote down the owners of the AP Smithwick in my Cougar II. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of that race, that speaking went to campaign. That. that was John Sadler, though, right? Isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, it's John
0: Sadler. Good, okay. If there was a stake run at Delmar, it's probably John. So Sadler. I was
1: like, oh goodness. He's having an unbelievable. Meeting. Um, and then the <laughs> back to the East Coast. The Jim Dandy went to tax, which he wasn't actually a, a huge price, but no. um, every I don't know, I don't know what to make of this race. Everyone's like, oh. Tacitus causes his own trouble, and War of wills a punk, or I don't—I don't know what was. Who going said Warrell's a punk? All these people on all these trolls, these Twitter trolls. Okay,
0: let's talk about Twitter. It is—you cannot be on there. Mm-hmm. All you are going to see is crazy negativity? talk, negativity. I don't know. I was just—I'm going to start a new thing. start Positive okay. Twitter. Of course, but It's just positive Twitter. It's just—you—if you go on there and say something negative, you're out.
1: Right. You just kick them out. I never say anything negative. Hey,
0: I met—I met our new horse commander,
1: commander? from France. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he's little like fashion business. Oh,
1: I love that! You have
0: to go see him. You have to take Olivia. He is like this big, oh, and he's awesome with some. That's why they're so fast. The yeah, but he does have a French accent. Does he Can really you do a
1: French
0: accent? No, we think he he misses his cigarettes. <laughs> anyway,
1: um, the A. B. Smithwick also a grade one this week in Saratoga, and that went to Winston C. That's over jumps. Uh, Jonathan Shepard winning another big one with, a. Uh, how did
0: we get, uh, last week with the quarter horses? Did people talk about that? Were people interested? I, I haven't
1: even gone on. I mean, she many Christmas. I try. I all honestly, right. when I'm down here, I am on social media a lot. And then the honorable <laughs> miss minute to stardom, Louisiana bred Britland stable. She's been on our show. Oh yeah. And that was huge for her. A star guitar. So it's
0: star guitar. I see those commercials Kudos. all the time on TVG Ronan. If you're listening, let's get George Hall on from sport. BLX. We're going to learn all about this. Uh, what are we calling it micro shares yeah micro shares. micro shares how hi good morning good afternoon
1: good morning how are you
0: i we're good we're looking for george
1: george you sound so young
0: yeah that can't be george
1: i'll transfer you to him right now
0: oh there oh. you go thank you
1: transfer that kid sounded like he was like it's, 10. i
0: mean is he of his child working is this oh. oh this is really like super live
1: hello
0: george hello hi Hey, it's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. You're live on the Horse Ownership Experience.
2: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Well, no, thank you for coming on. Believe me. Uh, We've been trying to track you down for a long time. Obviously, as you know, Michelle and I are big fans, and we're going to get into the whole sport BLX stuff in a second. But just take us back. um, To Belmont. (laughs) You go right to Belmont. No,
1: well, he was growing up and loved
2: Belmont.
0: That's true. We heard that you started off and that you were just a gambler when you first started as a kid. Is that true?
2: Yes. When I was a child, I started to go to the track around nine years old with my grandfather. And yes, I was just a gambler because I didn't have enough money to own.
1: <laughs> oh, but- but So did you always know that you wanted to own then?
2: You know, I really hadn't thought about it. And then um, later on down in Mon- at Monmouth Racetrack, I met Kelly Breen and took a liking to him. And he showed me around his barn and I thought, why not buy a few yearlings just for fun? And it just kept growing from there. Well, we did a little homework. Michelle has stats. You bought four. You what bought
1: is- four in 2004, and two of them were stakes winners.
2: We had a good uh, we had a good run. Yeah, we were we were pretty lucky the first year. We didn't have so much luck the next year, but uh, over the years we've done pretty well. I think Kelly did a great job.
0: This is this our show is called the Ownership Experience. Take us back to Ruler on Ice in the Belmont Stakes, and kind of t- take us through that day a little bit. What it was like being there, and then the excitement uh, of the victory.
2: So we had had in the Kentucky Derby that year, we had Pants on Fire, um, which was really exciting as the Derby always is, but we had Rosie Naprovnik as jockey. And actually, I think we took off. We were second choice, which I was looking at Kelly. He looked at me. Do we have a shot at winning this thing? <laughs> but uh, that's incredibly exciting. So we were already having a good year. Ruler on Ice, I think, was one of the alternates for the for the Derby. And, had always seemed to display more talent than he really showed um, and, and, and on the finish, um, in the home stretch. So Kelly decided uh, putting blinkers on for the first time would be a good idea. And you know what happened. It was incredibly exciting. And, um, you know, we didn't really know we had a shot until coming into the stretch and, you know, neck and neck with a bunch of horses and then the last couple hundred yards, he just took off and showed what he had. So what a fabulous experience.
0: You've touched on a couple. Of, you touched on the Derby and the Belmont. How much of a difference is it than, say, a stake race at Saratoga or at Del Mar? What is what, it, it, It's got to be just on a whole nother level.
2: It's definitely another level, mostly because of the fans. You know, it's, a, it's an international event. People are watching it from all over the world um the, the just the whole fanfare around the Kentucky Derby is is just makes it that much more spectacular and 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 more exciting um the Belmont Stakes was great cuz that's the track i grew up going to with my brother and grandfather and um you know it, it's such a great sport i i think i counted at one point i got texts from seven different countries Wow. people that i knew that watched the race it was just fabulous to see you know that this is still an internationally beloved sport um and hopefully we can do something to uh, help grow the sport here
0: what what style response do you do on text do you do like a heart and or do you do like thanks i mean I'm just like what when you get it from all the different countries
2: well, back then, I really didn't know how to do emojis <laughs> and things. My, my kids taught me that later. So it was really thanks. It was fun. See you when you're back in the state, right. that type of thing. I okay.
1: got to ask, too, uh, you mentioned Pants on Fire. He was one of your homebreds, and I think one of your, your first homebreds to be stakes winners. And I want to know what the comparison is like. You won the Grade 1 Louisiana Derby with him and then you won yeah. uh, Belmont. Which was more exciting, winning a big race with a homebred or winning a triple crown race with another horse?
2: You know, that's actually a really good question. It was really special, the fact that he was a homebred. And, you know, Dale Holly uh, raises those horses on the farm in Resales and does a great job. And the fact that we, uh, that the team took that horse from from birth to, Uh, Win the Louisiana Derby and be in the um, Kentucky Derby was really special. Not quite as special as winning the Belmont Stakes uh, with a horse we bought as a yearling, but very special.
1: What about the name Pants on Fire? Was someone in your family a big liar?
2: No, actually, the day that uh, I was at the yearling sale, I had another meeting I had to fly to for dinner that night with uh, a group of firefighters that <laughs> manage a firefighter pension fund. And I said, we bought a bunch of horses today. Every year it's a struggle to find names. So come up with some names that are, you know, representative of firefighters that you think will be a fun name and they didn't come up with anything so we just <laughs> threw pants on fire at the last minute. so it really was it sounds- uh, by accident great story all right well and hey, listen
0: enough about racing because we got to talk about a different business that you're in now tell us a little bit about sport blx and then we'll talk about the the micro shares in uh with kenny mcpeak but what what is sport blx
2: so we actually pronounce it Sport Blocks. Oh, Sport oh. Blocks. And <laughs> there you go. Originally, and it, the, the, the name is a little takeoff on, originally we were going to use uh, blockchain as the database for, to, to store the records for this company, but we moved away from blockchain, so now it's just a more traditional um, uh, data storage uh, process that we use. But we really want to create a platform where people, uh, investors slash fans, can um, engage and buy and sell sports assets. So, sports asset could be a racehorse or a portfolio of racehorses. Uh, we're actually also working on um, revenue shares of professional athletes uh, in various sports, uh, which has potentially some great economic value to the athletes as well as to the to the fans.
1: So, would that be and, like? This- uh, just sorry to interrupt, sorry. but would that be like I can buy a share of Tiger Woods and then all of his endorsements and purse money? I would get my micro share back of.
2: So we're only focusing on um, either purse money or on the court or on the field earnings. Okay. So okay. The, the idea is that the fan that really you know knows sports and likes sports and has a view on a particular athlete, uh, he can actually uh, judge and 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 make some. Um, uh, you know, have develop an opinion on how much the player is going to earn, and we think that makes it more exciting for the uh, for the fan to feel that he's, you know, uh, partnered with the athlete. That's very That's cool. That's cool. So, like yeah, when they're
1: yeah. up for like a salary bonus, like, yeah, you are like, oh, come on, make that extra goal. You know, you want
0: to buy them in contract years, right? If you think they're going to have a, if they're going to get, if they're going to receive a big contract the next year, I'm sure. Zi- well, how how much was Zion selling for?
2: Well, we haven't done a deal with zion yet but i have an idea of what uh what his contract will be worth so but we we haven't done we don't have a deal with zion yet but he's a fabulous player and he's going to be incredibly successful
0: okay so tell us how like break it down for our listeners um uh, how this is going to work so um you made this deal with kenny mcpeak and the magdalena guys how does it all i'm i'm a uh an impossible investor i'm a big fan of the game as you know and I want to be involved in horse ownership for uh, a micro share. Tell, just dial it in for So us.
2: So we formed the Magdalena Racing Corporation. It's it's a corporation just like many other corporations. And we are issuing uh, shares of that corporation pursuant to a uh, private placement memorandum. And investors can purchase a share of the corporation. And then they have a pro rata interest in that corporation. So the purpose uh, of the corporation will be managed by Kenny. And it will um, most likely start uh, purchasing yearlings. And Kenny will train them, get them ready to race. Uh, If there are opportunities, he'll uh, sell horses if we think they're good value. Or we'll um, try to race them and get them back to the Triple Crown. And uh, so it's really... Um, as close to ownership uh, of of a portfolio of horses uh, as you can be, just in smaller smaller amounts, and we'll provide a lot of content and and, and data for the portfolio horses, so the, the the horse owner and fans can can be engaged with the with the portfolio. And what we think is really um, going to be uh, great about this is, you know, people that share ownership of a horse or have different, um, uh, or of a portfolio of horses, they tend to be lumped in and they have to ride it out together. We intend to have this be interactive and there can be secondary trading. So some people can sell if they want to get out of the portfolio and other people can purchase, uh, and so forth. So we really want to create more liquidity, more opportunities for capital to come into the, uh, into the sport. And we think that'll just, um, uh, create more more fan engagement than and benefit the sport.
0: George mm-hmm. Hall from Sport Blocks uh, on the horse ownership experience. What is the what's the minimum value of we uh, minimum investment? Have we decided that, George? Uh,
2: so the shares of this particular offering are a hundred dollars per share, and the minimum is ten shares, so a thousand dollars. Okay
1: why Kenny McPeak? Uh, you know, you, we've talked about your longstanding relationship with Kelly Breen. So why go to Kenny with this and what has he thought about the whole process?
2: So I've known uh, Kenny for a while and and Kenny is a very progressive, Mm -hmm. uh, futuristic thinker about the sport. He understands the need for capital. Um, uh, he understands social media he can work with the horse from you know studying and purchasing horses at yearling sales to breaking them and and training them and getting getting them ready for the for the races. So he's really kind of an ideal partner. I think he saw the value in this from uh, from the beginning. And um, you know he's got uh, his own technology company, yep. uh, that he started, horse races now. so he he was a good partner for this. And over time, we'd like to offer um, different portfolios from potentially other owners, other trainers, and we can actually offer uh, portfolios. Uh, we can actually offer single horses uh, that become successful so people can buy a share of an individual horse.
0: Oh, that's really cool. What, what what are the value adds for the consumers? Are they others?
2: So, um Ultimately, the larger shareholders will certainly be able to participate like that. And the smaller shareholders, we want to be as interactive as possible. So as you know, if we have 2,000 shareholders, we can't have 2,000 people in the winner circle. <laughs> um, but we'll, you know, not, we also assume not everybody is going to be able to get to the track to get to the winner's circle. So we'll do our best to, to be as engaging as possible with shareholders of, of any size. And, um, you know, at some point, obviously there'll have to be some limit, but to the extent that even a small shareholder wants to come and, uh, visit the track and go to the backside and see a workout, we'll try to accommodate everybody.
1: George, who's your target market for this? Is it people that are already in horse racing or is it people that are in kind of, yeah, maybe not even fans, just stock market people looking for something to diverse in?
2: So for this particular offering, I have to point out that it is a private placement, and this one can only be purchased by accredited investors. So yeah. the first target market is accredited investors. We think people that have been involved in horses uh, might like this because of the liquidity we want to develop, the ability to uh, buy and sell shares over time. But really importantly, we would like to introduce this to um uh, new investors that may not have ever been involved in, in horses and get them to realize, you know, how exciting it can be to to be part of this. Uh, you know, I it was magnificent to be 100% of owner, 100% owner of ruler on ice when he uh, won the Belmont Stakes. But it would have been really almost just as exciting if I owned 10% of it uh, or 1% of it. So ownership can be spread out and can be brought to people in smaller amounts and And we think that'll be great for bringing capital into the sport
1: why why horse racing when you you know we're talking about maybe doing some other sports? why did you decide to launch this with horses?
2: Well, I made a little joke to bloodstock I said because the horses were easy to negotiate with than 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 the agents for the uh, uh, professional athletes. but no, we actually um we are really excited about this we're gonna actually start launching with um, uh, a couple of different sports and a couple of athletes from different sports. And we think it's actually a great way for fans to engage and to be even more interested in, in the athletes that they like. And we've also structured this in a way that it's very good for for the athlete in terms of his ability to um, get capital uh Uh, print value of capital and invest that capital
0: you've probably seen the myracehorse.com you've seen i don't know if you ever saw little red feather we did a crowdfunding partnership so this this trend is happening is there are there some comparisons to myracehorse.com have you seen what they've been doing
2: uh yeah a little bit i think um what's you know I, i don't really i haven't read their actual documents and so forth um I think one thing that we're really going to focus on is the ability for people to buy and sell independently of other investors. So, for example, if you think about the life cycle of a horse, there a horse that's a successful two-year-old uh, is going to increase in value from when it started. And some investors might say, I want to hold this horse or this portfolio of horses uh, until uh, they go to the triple crown. Others might say, I'd like to take some profit and and move on to something else. Right. Um, There are others that may not be interested in two-year-olds, but who wouldn't want to own a small piece of a horse that's going to the Kentucky Derby? So we think the fact that different fans have different interests in different parts of the life cycle of a horse is, is what we think is exciting. Okay. Um, Also interesting. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, So, You know, we can do uh, a portfolio of horses. So, you know, if you can own 1% of 20 horses, uh, you know, that's better than potentially more interesting and more fun than owning a bigger percentage of a fewer uh, number of horses. Um, But if horses become particularly valuable and there's enough uh, interest, we can actually create a, uh, a company around a particular horse. And then we can fractionalize the interest in that horse. That's so great. the flexibility to look at or to own a piece of a single horse or of a portfolio of horses and the ability to make an independent decision from the rest of the investors in the in the corporation is what we think is um, the most exciting.
0: And George, who sets the value? So you have a horse, let's say, has a good two year old year. He's on the derby trail. He wins the I don't know, the, the Wood Memorial like who who then says, "Okay, this house is now worth two million dollars
2: so obviously, we could use appraisers to do that, but you know value is in the eyes of the the buyer, so you know we could actually uh, list an offering um, uh, for sale at a at a price, and uh, people will either you know buy it at that price or they won't, in which case you might have to use a lower price so Sure. Um you know it's ultimately determined by what somebody uh is willing is willing to pay. So, you know, all of this is really kind of similar to thinking about shares uh in a stock and the stock is a corporation that that owns uh owns horses.
0: George, um we talk a lot here on the horse ownership experience about aftercare. Is there anything in this program for, you know, a horse that goes on, does really well. He's a gelding. He's now six, seven. He has to be retired. Um, is there an aftercare portion of this, uh, of Sportbox?
2: Well, you know, as this as this grows, we've thought about that. And, um, you know, we will put a certain amount of money aside for the aftercare of, of horses
1: awesome.
2: um, that have, um, you know, had their career and now they're retired. And you know I have a farm in Versailles where I've got many retired uh, racehorses, and uh, you know there are other places where we can um, uh, where we can house retired horses. So care for the horses is very important to us.
0: Great. What one more? I have one more kind of technical question. So let's say a horse, one of these yearlings comes up. I've I've invested in it. Uh, I have a very small percentage. Horse goes on. Unfortunately, doesn't do really well. We need to put him in a $50,000 maiden claiming race. And that horse is claimed. Once that horse is claimed, is there for that 50? Is that now a distribution event? Is that the liquidation event for that horse?
2: Yeah, or the it, it depends on the time period. Early on, if we get rid of a horse, whether it's a fifty thousand dollar claim or even if we sell a horse for a couple of million dollars, in this current portfolio structure for Magdalena, uh, that money can either be in re- reinvested or distributed to um, to shareholders. So um, there's a board of directors, and everything will be done for the for the benefit of shareholders.
1: When is it going to be available to? purchase? And when are you going to be getting your first horses?
2: So it's, it's available to purchase shares now and that capital will accumulate within the company. And then, um, we'll let people know most likely we'll be, um, uh, uh, purchasing horses at the, uh, uh, Keeneland yearling sale, but then there are some other sales that Ken is interested in. So, um, uh, so people can invest in the company now and the company will put the money to work over the next couple of weeks. Where
0: do we, where do we go? Where do we go, George, to do this?
2: So the, the, our um, website is uh, www.sportblocks.com. And there's some uh, introductory information about not only horses, but about um, athletes.
0: <laughs> sport yeah sorry okay
2: sorry i just got i just got poked in the in the ribs here sport S-P-O-R-C-B-L-X.com.
0: So, well we'll yes. send it out and so, we'll make sure we tweet it out we've already seen it on uh, social media so we know you have a twitter account we'll make sure that that we do that too we obviously we wish you the best of luck with this we think it's an exciting idea we hope you still are, are owning horses though you or is, is this kind of the focus now
2: well, this will be the focus, and I'll be invested in in um, in the, all of these portfolios. Uh, but also, um, I do have um, uh, a two-year-old in training, and I've got a couple of yearlings, so I'll still be involved um, uh, separately as well.
0: All right, because we love we love those silks. Yeah, the silks. We, we got to know
1: where the silks came
2: from.
0: Yeah, who made those silks? The they're, they're orange and pink, pink right?
2: Well, I'll tell you, that when we started, we had um, purple and green for some reason. And somebody said, Jockey looks like Barney, uh, <laughs> the, the cartoon character. So I also realized as I'm getting older and my vision is going, I need the brightest color possible. So we went with uh, pink and orange so that I could see the horse, uh, see, the, see the silks throughout the race. And uh, I just think it looks good. Nice, bright, exciting colors. So. It, is. Okay. It, it looks
0: good finishing silks, in front.
2: Those silks will be back.
0: Oh, we can't wait. We look forward to it. George Hall, thank you so much for taking the time. Best of luck with Sport Blocks. We'll pitch it again here. Thanks for taking the time. And uh, we wish you all the best.
2: Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, George. Bye. Well,
0: so this is... This is really starting to take off, Michelle. I mean, myracehorse.com is mm-hmm. gathering momentum and, and they're, they're getting are better horses, now. Getting national. Now, know, you know, and George Hall, he's serious. I mean, right. this is, he said he's only got a couple, of, he's putting his time and money into this project. Right. So, what do you think? Like, would you invest in this?
1: Ooh, interesting question. I don't know. I don't I you mean, know. I mean maybe because, because you're I'm involved a, in the game. And I'm not a right. and I'm not a stocks person. So right. like for me But I don't think it has to do with
0: stock. I think he's gonna get a lot of fans. Um it's I think Magdalene is primarily Midwest and, and back East. Right. Um and I think there's plenty of people out there that I think what it is, it's 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 no different than what we did when Little Red Feather started. Mm-hmm. And that is trying to bring the game to the quote unquote, everyday person, right. right? Someone who is not a prince or a sheik mm-hmm. or a billionaire and bringing this game down to uh, uh, just us, mm-hmm. right? And and that's what we started. And now we're even taking it to the next level where it's these micro shares. So you need only a thousand ducks. But interestingly enough, he did say, and that's the key word, he's looking for accredited investors.
1: What does that mean? That's really
0: important. It's with the SEC and you have to be, it, it's so that They have to fill out a form and you Mm -hmm. have to qualify. You have to have enough income to actually make this investment. Yeah, because a lot of times people
1: can't make it. Well, they get like, like, oh, "Oh, yeah,
0: I don't have this money, but I really want to do it. And then they can't if there are bills, if there are ongoing bills or all that kind of stuff. So they have to be accredited, which is really important. And I think it's smart. Mm-hmm. so but they've they've put a lot of time obviously a lot of money and, and a lot of thought behind this and they're doing it the right way i know the guys from my rose horse did the same thing they took a lot of time in getting through all the um sec, SEC. hoops mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff so uh george hall i know you're probably still listening i hope you are thank you very much for coming on and explaining sports blocks and it's sportblx.com. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, one thing I can say is Kenny McPeak does an excellent job of picking up horses for cheap and making them into really great horses. We say less
0: expensive, not
1: cheap. Okay. Well, like curling costs $57,000. Yeah. So he does a good job with that and he finds a lot of hidden talent in South America. I mean, so if there's someone that is, you can, you know, trust in a lot, I feel like that was a good choice to go with Kenny. Right. And, um... the only reason I say I don't know is just because like that, I'm used to being a little bit more involved. So it's hard to kind of step back and be like, oh, I'm going to have a part in 200 horses. That's weird for me.
0: I just got a text. Um, Their initial offering are accredited investors only, but the subsequent offering will be available to all investors. So that's really important. So that means that anyone... You don't you don't have to go through the 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 process mm-hmm. necessarily to to prove that you are accredited. So it's going to be interesting. I, I think it's going to be great. You know, I what the think... good news
1: is he was complaining about naming horses for sure. Now if you get all these investors. You can be like, who wants to name a horse? Oh, yeah. and you're going to get some ideas. I, right? They
0: should charge. They should have an upcharge.
1: <laughs> if you want to name a horse, you got to <laughs> pay fifty bucks per submission. Yeah,
0: yeah fifty bucks. You know, when people submission. kept
1: asking me when I was going to name Spencer, and they're like, "What's what, what's your baby's name?" I'm like, "I don't know yet." Oh, I love the name Billy. And every time, no, but every time someone said that, I said, just give me uh, your suggestion with a $10 donation.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's that funny.
1: No? Okay. No,
0: but you liked it. I liked it. All right. What's coming up? We, we, we went long okay. with George. We had was well, so He was so, inter- he was I, so interesting that was though. Great. That was awesome. It was great.
1: Who's Zion, by the way.
0: Zion Williamson. Hello. Number one pick by the Pelicans. I thought you were an, a... what's the Pelicans? The New Orleans Pelicans the basketball team. I NBA. hate basketball.
1: You don't Almost like basketball. Almost as bad as baseball.
0: Oh, I forgot. Michelle is only in football. football. Wait, it's training been, camp. Have you been studying it's fantasy? We've been Are you ready camp. for yeah. fantasy?
1: yes yeah. yeah. I'm ready for fantasy. Are you
0: back in the Little Red Feather League? I yeah. I'm All like, right.
1: I'm actually going to drop another league maybe two because ours in. is fun it is fun okay it is fun and all i got right. redemption off my quarter of a point miss <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're still texting know, us i Zion. like
1: football i don't I'm know a, like she's a football person here is uh she's training camp person. right now
0: she's a football person
1: okay all so right we got a up. lot of
0: big what what week what this do we got?
1: week at uh delmar so there's wednesday and thursday it's live racing so come on down there seven races each day gates open at well i think 11 first race at two o'clock uh starting friday as far Slow as down. Just take your time. Friday is the graduation stakes. It's also happy hour, which means half off all deli, oh, cocktails. Phenomenal. Yeah,
0: because the races start at four. You got like two hours of happy hour. Yeah. Not that I drink.
1: Right.
0: I don't want anybody thinking I'm drinking. And this
1: week is step and Style. You remember how? Yes, it was you moved like the first week. Okay, this week it's Grey Goose. You, love, ooh,
0: you, ooh, ooh, you like Grey Goose? I love Grey better Goose better than Tito's.
1: Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what Tito's is great for my mixing drinks, but right. I drink gray goose with like just lime and, or just like chilled gray goose. Oh, if
0: you yeah. could mix. So what's your like, what's your go-to? It's a hot day, but you need to have champagne. a drink. You champagne. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, but if I'm like at somewhere looking around, I love right now. I'm, I'm totally into espresso martinis. So like a <laughs> shot of coffee, a <laughs> shot of gray goose or a Tito's and a shot Wait, of Kahlua. Aren't you still chilled. breastfeeding? Yeah.
0: You can drink while you do that. Sure. Really? Yeah. All right. I, um the things you learn here on the horse ownership experience i
1: mean like you couldn't shouldn't get like shit face drunk and like <laughs> hold your baby and smother him but like yeah if i want to have a cocktail i'm gonna have a cocktail uh and let's see da-da-da-da. oh and then the band this week is trombone shorty and like
0: trombone the, shorty the
1: jazz something right hey records. i
0: just heard they booked a, a one more friday night band Ooh. uh it's a uh the red hot chili peppers uh What's that called when they cover pre- band? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that should be fun.
1: Uh Saturday is the yellow ribbon.
0: Why are you looking at me?
1: Because it's uh Vasilika's gonna oh, run in Vasilika.
0: it Oh, Vasilica. I really and, like Connor or Vasilica.
1: Uh, me too. Uh the Sorrento Stakes. So now we'll, interesting
0: about that race, uh Flavian Pratt, Flavian Pratt he's going to ride going Bellafina to ride in Saratoga. And the in te- the test. test. Mm-hmm. So Julien Le Perou he's is coming to ride Basilica. Basilica.
1: for trainer Jalia Hallendorfer.
0: Oh yes, we didn't even talk about that. No, we didn't. Are we not talking about? I don't that? know. Are we not?
1: <laughs> Jerry, I hey, Jerry's back. Wanted an injunction, so he is back. In Jerry's York, back. Delmar,
0: good job, Drew. Um,
1: this Saturday is tacos and beer. Really, that sounds fun, right?
0: Anything that has tacos and has beer is fun. I mean, that's just that's basically how you start fun. <laughs> like, hey, do you guys want to have fun? Let's go get tacos, tacos and, and beer. beer? Yeah, um, and then I it think- goes to <laughs> then it goes to other bad things. <laughs>
1: Uh, it is also the Iration is the band.
0: Iration, Mon. I don't know.
1: That was my that was my reggae?
0: Yeah, that was my reggae. Both Saturday
1: and Sunday is Daybreak at Del Mar, hosted by me.
0: Michelle You Daybreak at Del Mar is really fun. If you're near here, go if you're in the Del Mar area, it's free. They have donuts.
1: Food. No, we have like a whole menu of food. Whole menu of
0: food you can
1: booze. And you could booze. have mimosas.
0: You could have mimosas or bloodies.
1: And like we get all kinds of people stopping to talk to us. Yeah. Uh, this week it was so funny because Bobby Flay walked by. Yeah. And I was like, hello, celebrity chef Bobby Flay. And I waved at him and he like Why waved you Tell me. Well, so the funny thing is, is this these people were like, oh, that was so funny. That guy looked just like him. I was like, no, that was really Bobby Flay.
0: <laughs> Bobby Flay. I have to give him credit. Now, for some of you who don't know, Bobby Flay bought into Secret and Spice. And I didn't
1: know that this lady was like, well, who's the Bobby Flay horse? I'm like, he doesn't own any horses out there. Yeah, here. he she's bought into like, Secret Spice. Yeah, he does. I, I heard him on TVG talking about he's going to yeah. be here. I'm like, who? And I like page through. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: And uh, he was great. You know, we had a big crowd there, and he was great to all of our clients and partners. Bobby is great. He was great on TV for TVG. He's a, just a good guy. He is. He's not like your typical celebrity that is a kind jerk. of celebrity No,
1: he's so fun. He's very nice. Uh, let's see. What else? So Sunday is the La Jolla, and it's also the Taste of the Turf Club, and that night is Jockey Karaoke. Oh,
0: sun- that's Sunday
1: night? Sunday night. Oh, Jockey wow. I didn't Carioque know that. I, I'm Delia. a sponsor of that well you shouldn't put it on your calendar billy
0: will you go with me yeah all right
1: yeah uh, it's at belly up
0: belly up is awesome
1: and it has like a silent auction it's going to be the jockey karaoke won be... last year
0: did he the so favorite? they
1: already did the uh east coast jockey karaoke so there was that so we're gonna have to go kind of you know head to head a week apart so we'll see how fun it can be um but tickets are available at 75 dollars general admission 125 for vip again that's to benefit the PDJF. So always for a good cause. And if you're in the area looking for something fun to do, everyone's going to be there. Yeah. Right? Everyone. If they mean, Michelle and I will be there. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> also Saturdays, uh, if you want to be involved at Milton's, there is the Del Mar handicappers breakfast. It's 25 bucks for the proceeds to benefit the uh, boys and girls club. And every week there's a different handicapper, and that oh. includes admission to the races. So you can come in, eat the buffet breakfast at Milton's, which I'm sure is delicious. Oh, they have the this incredible room now. Have yeah, you seen back? it? No, it's I have all pictures but I'm, Joe Harper. I'm hosting this week. You are? Mm-hmm.
0: With me? Am I coming?
1: I don't know. Are you coming? No, you're, you and Gary are doing next week, maybe? Oh,
0: wow. I think it's you and Gary. Because
1: okay. he did tell me that. All
0: right. That that's Felix, it. right? Is this Felix's thing? Or who is? Yeah. This? Yeah. Okay. No, I think I'm it's am doing cool. Saturday. Go to Milton's. You Milton's. get a whole handicapping preview.
1: It's from 9 to noon, and I'll be there at like 10, 30 after I'm done at daybreak to go and walk through the card.
0: You're so busy. You do so much for the sport.
1: So much for free.
0: <laughs> all right. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Uh, Ronan's going to send an apology to all of you. Uh, George Hall from Sport Blocks. Really appreciate you taking the time to come on today. That's www.sportblx.com, and you can buy – uh, some micro shares in a group of Kenny McPeak courses, which I'm sure will be very good. Uh, special thanks to Delmar TaylorMade, Santa Anita who make the show possible. And for all you listeners out there who've pushed us over 1.5 million downloads, we cannot thank you enough. Is that uh, a
1: true number? You're making that up. I'm making that up, oh.
0: but I think it's true. Why did you snort on that?
1: I just want to know if it was true. I or just enough. made
0: it up. I, we have to be over. I mean, the monthly numbers are staggering on the show. It's unbelievable. Todd, Travis, thanks for listening. Chi, you're the best. We'll talk to you guys next week here on the Horse Ownership Experience. Experience. Adios. Bye.
1: You're listening to the Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu, right here on L.A. Talk Radio.
0: Midnight Storm, a brilliantly fast Grade 1 winner by Pioneer of the Nile. Mike Smith just points him in the right direction. Midnight Storm dominating. Millionaire and seven time graded stakes winner on dirt and turf. Midnight Storm over
1: accelerators, finding the line well, but not well enough. And Midnight Storm has taken it by two lengths.
0: From America's hottest sire line.
1: Midnight Storm, he wins it this year.
0: Midnight Storm, standing at Taylor Made Farm.